Welcome to another episode of No Days Off. Today's episode, I'm speaking with Lucretia Peterman, mother of 17-year-old high school football standout Travell Mullen. We discuss a bit about what it takes to raise a collegiate or pro football player, the importance of surrounding young athletes with positive influences, and how hard it can be for some parents to see their youngest child leave the nest. Really insightful conversation. Really think you're going to enjoy it. This is No Days Off. Hello, everyone. My name is Lucretia Peterman, the mother of 17-year-old Travell Mullen, and my son plays football. So I guess just for starters, uh, who is uh, Travell the person? You know, what can't you find out about him on the post-game stat sheet? What can't you find out about him? Exactly. Who is he the person, not the athlete? Oh, I mean, he my baby. He's a great kid in school. You know, he's, he's a kind kid. I mean... You have to ask mommy most things, but you can Google the athletes part. Right. Uh, so how, how how important is football to your family, uh, seeing that there seems to be a lot of football being played? It's very important. You know, they came up playing a lot of sports, but, you know, they took on to football. And, you know, it was something that I noticed that they loved. So I made sure that I was there 100%. Yeah, no, I could uh, I could imagine there must have been a lot of uh, footballs being thrown around uh in your house growing up, it seems like, you know, with three three brothers playing college football, uh, his brother is playing in the NFL on the Raiders. So, yeah, I can only imagine the amount of possible broken windows that might have been going on uh, in the household. Actually, it's his second oldest brother. And thankfully, there was no broken windows. It was always outside, which was good. <laughs> so, very yeah. smart. Very smart. Um, so, actually, I did some research, and I believe you, you played some football yourself as well, correct? A little, a little, not much for Miami theory, not much. I played safety and running back. I felt like I was too old to be a wide receiver. <laughs> right. Uh, it seems like um, all of your your sons uh, are cornerbacks, correct? Well, the oldest son is a quarter, a quarterback. He he um he plays semi pro, and the rest of them are cornerbacks. Yes. Right. So why why do you think that is? Uh, mostly, you know, defensive positions playing cornerback. Any any reason, or is that kind of one following the next? Well, actually, they all play pretty much everything. And you know, in in little league and high school, they pretty much came up playing receivers. So on the defensive end, a cornerback isn't anything but a receiver to me. So I just feel like either way, they're they're subject to getting the ball. You know, so the the cornerback came later on because they never really played corner, and it got kind of boring for me. But once I started getting into the cornerback thing with them, it actually became a good thing because people were scared to try their size and stuff like that. And then I learned what a lockdown corner was because of it, you know? Right. So when was the moment uh, that you knew that there was something special about Travell's abilities? Like, was there ever a specific game, a uh, specific play where it kind of clicked for you that, you know, he really has what it takes to possibly one day go pro? Travell? I mean, just seeing his growing up around it and being in a household with it, I already knew Travell was going to pretty much follow the lead. You know what I'm saying? I, he, he was already going to follow the lead. They're close brothers. Nobody keeps nothing away from nobody, you know, and their relationship is everything. So Travell wants it just as much as everybody else has it. So I pretty much seen it. I've been saw it. You know, I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but I've seen it in them all. Honestly. Right. And and with I mean with so much football in your family, how much of his skill set would you say is attributed to that kind of natural ability versus his individual dedication to the craft? All of it. Travell is he's very dedicated. You know, he's a kid, he get up, he'd be ready, you know. 
first he's he's in school first and then, you know, he's the football thing is next. So I mean, it just all pays itself apart. You know, it falls in line. So 100%. Travell is pretty much ready for 100%. His skill set is 100%. In the episode uh, that was shot by Whistle that's on their YouTube channel, uh, Travell mentions that you actually motivate him more than, than anybody, more than competition with his brothers. It's it's you who motivates him the most. Why do you think that is? Because I taught them never to give up. I don't, I don't, I don't lie to them. I don't keep things from them. I, um, I'm a supporter 100%. Like no matter what it is, if I'm about, if I'm, if I'm about to be late, I'm crying. I'm, I'm calling them, let them know I'm gonna get there. Like I just keep them motivated, you know. And then he's the last one in the house, and I don't, you know, treat him any different than I treat the others, because you know. I have the NFL, and then I have the colleges. So I pretty much back down off of them so that I could give him the same attention that I gave them, you know. So he, he believes me. He believes in me. What sacrifices do you think you've had to make uh, for him to help get him in the right direction? Uh, obviously, uh, you know, supporting him. Uh, but, yeah, I guess on a, on a general daily or weekly basis, what are the sacrifices it takes uh, to help Travell ultimately accomplish his dreams? Um, speaking with most of the teachers, um, making sure I'm the one to take him to school, um, making sure I pay attention to his company keeping, you know, I don't, I don't, he don't get any type of company that comes to the house. Chevelle don't leave the house, you know, unless he's, um, invited somewhere, unless he's going somewhere, but I pretty much keep up with him and all the things that he does, you know, so he's very well grounded. Yeah, no, I think obviously surrounding him with the right people. Uh, uh, I think that all makes a, a lot of sense. And I think that's a big thing about team sports. You know, I find uh, I'm, you know, I have a, a son. He's only about to be one years old, but I, I think it's so important for him to one day play team sports and kind of that camaraderie and the things you could learn from uh, coaches uh, and fellow athletes. I guess how important to you, uh, somebody who had a whole household of football players, how important to you is it for your kids to play team sports? It's very important. Because, I mean, it, it's a team. There's no I in team. So you have to go out and play not only for yourself but for your team. And you have to commit yourself 100 because if you don't, it leaves um, space for issues, you know, problems and things like that. So you're definitely not out there by yourself. So you have to be a team player. Have to. Have to. Even if the team wait, even if the team loses, I taught my kids whether it's a win or a loss, you just play your game. You know, you help the next man, things like that. So it is it is very crucial that you be a team player. Very. What other uh, advice would you potentially give to to parents who are raising young athletes? Uh, uh, kids who are aspiring to be collegiate or professional athletes one day, you know, a lot of people would say, uh, you know, you've, you've accomplished so much already through your children. What would you say to some of these other parents who are hoping to push their kids to, to be able to make it to that level? I mean, honestly, just put God first. Definitely keep him first. Um, make sure you have a daily conversation with your children. I mean, don't just listen to them, but put it in effect that you're making sure that they're doing exactly what you're sending them out to do. 
make sure that they're um, keeping an eye on who their friends and things are. You know, it, it, that's very important, you know, and make sure you tell them, like, if, if, they, if you think you're someone that they shouldn't be hanging around, you let them know that, and you make sure they're not doing that. But you have to, you have to be, like, the parent first to your child. And then people say, you know, you shouldn't be a friend to your kid. It's okay to be a friend to your kid. You just have to know what type of friend to be. But they have to stay focused. You have to stay focused as well. But it's, it's, it's not hard, you know. And, you know, people look at things to be costly. But if I could tell them anything, love don't cost a thing. I like that. Uh, I, I like that a lot. I think those are good uh, good words to live by. And I'm sure it helps uh, for Travell to be surrounded by, his, you know, his brother's positive influences who are living out, some of them living out their dreams. How much does he look up to them and or feel some sort of internal competition with them? He always look up to them. And then if he, he needs anything or any type of advice, he calls them. Or if they, you know, see some of his plays and highlights and things like that, they call him and let him know what he could do better. Or he'll call and ask what he could do better. He actually step out to um, other kids as well and be like, you know, I've heard him ask, um, how did you think I'd do? Or he'll let the next kid know, hey, I think you could do better on this part right here if you, you know, switch up this or if you do this and because they're so positive you know kids take it instead of looking at it like they're just trying to tell them what to do but it's a it's a it's a lot now you know so we just have to again stay prayed up and stay focused you know he's a baby boy so he he have three leaders in front of him and like I said he have to maintain a positive look you have to. How do you how how are you able to I guess maintain between you know pushing him without pushing him too hard? Is that ever a concern that you might be pushing him too hard? Uh, you know, I guess how do you approach that? Never, never. It's never our relationship. Uh, it's uh, to believe it or not, we we have a good relationship with every single kid that I have. We have a good relationship. I've never kept like I said again. I never kept anything from those children. I never will. No matter what the sacrifice might be, no matter what I might fall short in, no matter what I need, no what, no matter what type of help I might need, I never held anything from them. So I mean, with him going through all that and him being the baby, it's easy for him. It's not even hard. And I don't even sit here and try to put on, you know, it's not hard for Travell at all. It's nothing but a sweep of a broom for Travell. And Travell being your baby, uh, how? I guess, what, 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 how nervous or excited are you for when he does eventually, you know, go out and ideally play college or, you know, is out of the house? Is there some nerves on your end to, you know, lose your, your baby a bit? Yeah, just the part that gets me, you know, and I, I pretty much talked about it, you know, when he did do the interview, you know, um, I always said I wanted all boys. I never wanted any, any girls because, you know, it was hard for me growing up. But, you know, I didn't think about the part, you know, the boys getting older and everybody's going off to college and different states and things like that. So I pretty much told Travell when he leave, I'm leaving with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with him. I want to go with Travell. Have you guys decided yet where you're going? No, but he's got a couple of offers, you know. The first offer he did get was Oregon, you right. know. So it's just whatever whatever he decides, you know. I never try to say, hey, this is too far or no, you shouldn't do this. It's whatever they decide. As long as it's positive, I'm good with it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it should be interesting. Uh, a freshman uh, football player with his mom as his roommate. I'm sure that'll be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Coach Sweeney did it. I, <laughs> Coach Sweeney let his mom do it. So, hey, I could probably be the next mom living with my son in college. 
and not, yep. not necessarily living with him. I could just be in the same state, you know? Of course, of course. I, I, w- I would assume you guys weren't going to share bunk beds, uh, that there would be a little bit of separation, but of course, wanted to be close and be able to support him. I that, might uh, try it now. I might would have tried it. I might would have tried it. <laughs> Listen. Prevail, you get the top, I get the bottom. <laughs> all right. If, if you're willing to give him the top, maybe he'll take it. Maybe he's like, all right, if I can get the top, then uh, I'm open for it. And I guess if, you, if you'll if you help cook and clean, there could be perks, you know. There could be perks. A lot of people yeah. don't like their freshman roommates. At least he knows what he's getting. Yeah, at least he knows what he's getting. You're right. Uh, uh, so I, I can tell, obviously, you're, you're very proud of him, and, and every parent takes some pride in their kids. But I guess what are you the most proud of Travell? Maintaining his GPA, maintaining school. You know, like I said, sports is something that's, you know, basically getting them where they need to be and where they want to be. But he's maintaining his, his school, his grades. You know, he made the A-B on the road this semester, you know. Prayfully, prayfully, he can continue on doing the same thing because, like I said, he he have no reason not to. Even though his older brothers are not in the home anymore, he still have idols. And, you know, not just his brothers, you know, but, you know, he got his cousins and things like that. So Sounds like a lot of, a lot yeah, of positive influences and a lot of football influences as well. Uh, yeah, and I'm a tough mom. I'm not, I'm not just any type of mom. You know, I'm going to make sure it get done. I'm hands-on, you know. When I go to the school, I don't have to wait to speak to nobody. I have open-door policy, like, because they know how serious I am as a mom. A lot of people, you know, we, we put on, but it's time to stop putting on. It's time to make sure our kids are doing what they're supposed to because they're being subjected to the street. And I've always said my motto was I refuse for my kids to be street statistics but smart statistics. And by God, I've stood on every word that I've said, no matter what I had to lose, no matter what I had to give. If it was a job and I had to get rid of it, my kids always came first. And they're going to always come first. You only live once. Well, it seems like, you know, you've done a lot of the right things and uh, have raised uh, some great athletes and, and student athletes as well, which I know is very important to you. Uh, so just to, to, to close this out, you know, the podcast and, and the show is called No Days Off. So what does the term No Days Off mean to you? Mm-hmm. No Days Off, no sleep. I mean, you don't have time to lack. And nothing that you're going and nothing that you're doing. When it comes to school, no days off. You still have to study. You still have to make sure your grades are maintained. You still have to, you know, just make sure you're in the right direction. And with the athletic part, no days off. You got to make sure you get up every morning. You got to make sure you you working out. You got to make sure your body is healthy. You just got to make sure. So no days off to me is making sure that you're staying on a positive direction and on a positive roadmap. I mean, because that, that map can be very tricky. You understand what I'm saying? As soon as you sleep, boom, it could be over in an instant. That's why I say, like, you, you watch your company and everything. Because if, if you don't watch the company you keep, them days could be over. So for me, no days off just means simply doing what you're supposed to do at every moment, at any cost. All right. I like it. It works for me. I think those are uh, good words to to live by. And definitely uh, that's a strong definition of no days off. So thank you so much for uh, for taking the time, Lucretia. I, I really appreciate your insight. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping nothing but the best for uh, Travell. And hopefully you guys uh, commit somewhere soon. And hopefully it's a nice place. If you're going to go there with him, hopefully it's a nice place and, and you guys can find a, a nice uh a nice bunk bed, uh, or at least uh, adjacent rooms to each other, uh, so you can definitely be by them. 
I, I appreciate it. And again, I just, I pray everyone just, you know, when they do listen to this, just make sure they stay on their children, you know, because a lot of us are not making it out. And I was blessed to have four young men to all do um, positive things. Not one went in a negative direction. So as a, a mother of four young men, like I said, it was not hard for me at all. No matter what the struggle was, it was not hard. I was not scared to ask for anything. I was not scared to give anything. But we have to make sure we watch our young men. Thank you so much. I really do uh, appreciate all the uh, the wise words. And, you know, as I said, you should be very proud uh, of all your sons. And I, I look forward to following all of their uh, prospective uh, careers uh, in the years to come. I appreciate it. My thanks to Lucretia for having such a candid conversation. Uh, you can just see the pride that she has for her sons, especially Travell, who clearly she still considers to be her baby. So much so that, who knows, maybe they will be college roommates. Uh, I look forward to keeping tabs on his career uh, and on his brothers as well. This has been another episode of No Days Off. New episodes drop every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. Make sure to follow Whistle across all social media for more info. I'm Tyler Gilden. This is No Days Off.